0: Welcome to an all-new episode of SJHL Insider. Thanks so much for joining us today. My name is Jeremy Corrigan, media manager for the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Another busy show on the docket today as we're going to be joined by the play-by-play voice of... The Battlefords North Stars, Marty Martinson. Always a good chat with Marty. But we have lots to get into today. But before we do, of course, we have to give a big shout out to our sponsors here at the SJHL and, of course, SJHL Insider and SJHL Weekly. Of course, first, our podcast sponsor, which is SGI for our audio uh, uh, podcast on both Apple and Spotify. Be sure to subscribe today. But, of course, all of our great sponsors, Chevrolet, Capital Auto Mall, Cantera Seeds. RBC, SaskTel, SGU, Direct West, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Tourism Saskatchewan, Young's Equipment, Sask Lotteries, and of course, like I mentioned at uh, off the top of the show, SGI, our podcast sponsor. Thank you so much for your support, because without your support, guess what? This show's not possible. So thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Uh, of course, as always, we're joined by our co-host, Clark Monroe. Clark, how are we doing today? Uh, Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And you know what? Just paw tuck it. It
1: was super cold out the other day, and it's not as cold. So I feel like it's a better day. It's good. I like how we go from
0: minus 52 with wind chill to now like a nice balmy minus 10. Ooh,
1: it's almost shorts weather out Uh, there.
0: I joked about that last night. (laughs) Um, Regardless, lots to get into today. So uh, let's get started.
1: Yes, let's get started. Now, last week, we didn't have this. So I'm excited to get back in the studio so we can see this in person again. Mm -hmm. It's time for the hat trick.
0: Uh, as per the request of commissioner kyle mcintyre i will no longer do the sound effects
1: okay because well, he
0: was not impressed with my sound effects i thought you did
1: a bang-up job week.
0: well you don't pay me fair he does fair so i will no longer i have retired from the sound effects business and i will no longer do it as per commissioner kyle mcintyre we can confirm
1: okay well i'll have to have a chat with him because i don't like that decision i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna appeal. i'm gonna appeal Okay. Uh, but anyways, we'll get into it. Number one, of course, as always is a look back at the last couple of days across the Saskatchewan junior hockey League. So Let's start off with a look at Tuesday's games. Uh, there's a couple on the docket and don't adjust your screens. That number yeah. is correct. Jeremy, <laughs> let's talk about Tuesday. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, that first, the S van Bruins doubling up to Kindersley Clippers for two to get back in the wind column. And then, yeah, it, there was a lot going on for Yorkton that day um their bus broke down on the way to nip yep. so that was an uphill climb to begin with that game didn't start till 8 45 so uphill climb and i think that's just a game for yorkton you kind of just have to kind of let's just pretend it didn't happen uh, uh and Nipwin walked away obviously they won their fourth straight game and they won uh 10 2 but then last night there's three games on the schedule in the saskatchewan junior hockey league on wednesday and don't don't adjust your screens Estevan one, four, two again, over. Yeah. Exact same a, score. Not a typo, uh, not a typo exact same score. Um, and then that first, that's that battle of the top two teams at the ACC and Battleford Ooh, it was a I watched, tasty,
1: tasty number. On that one one. Watched,
0: I watched a good chunk of it last night and Battleford once again, big three, one win over the Larange ice wolves. They're still undefeated in regulation, but then the Notre Dame hounds big, big, big two points on the road. Over the Humboldt Broncos last night, I I, I texted our uh, good friend friend Jamie Nugenbauer. and he always liked to bring up during uh, our shows uh, pre and post game on on SJHL Weekly that uh, during his time with the Notre Dame Hounds, that uh, I think they had only won once Ooh. at the EPA. Yep, in Humboldt. So the fact that uh, they they walked in had a big third period, three goals in the third. Uh, had a great goaltending performance and earned a big two points. Uh, big win for the Notre Dame Hounds in, I do believe, their lone game of the week.
1: Yeah, and uh, by all accounts, a good name, uh, good game for the goaltending of mm-hmm. for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. As uh, I believe it was the Humble Broncos' own Twitter account said, unbelievable goaltending by Notre <laughs> Dame. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. So that's usually <laughs> yes. a good sign. That's Always a, a good sign. sign. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and of course, Humble will be looking to try and bounce back on. Uh, Friday, two big wins for the Estevan Bruins, doubling up uh, Kindersley. I mean, they got a big week. They play four games in six days. Um, Two big wins at home. Now they got, uh, I would say, a bit of a tougher task on on Friday when they take on Melfort. But, I mean, two big wins for Estevan. We've talked about how many games they've played so far this season. Um, And as a result, because all these teams are going to have games in hand on them, when they play games, they're going to have to take advantage of them. And they did just that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And a couple of the new guys that are in the lineup that they've recently acquired mm-hmm. got on the score sheet. Yep. We see Fillion. We see Tyconic on there. Uh, Sal Calora, who came earlier this year, yeah. but he's still new this season. Uh, so they've been getting some uh, distribution amongst their scores. And quick shout out to uh, our boy Jackson Miller, who got his first SJHL win in, uh, I think, the second game. on Yes, last night, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure he got the win on that one. So uh, he got his first SJHL win.
0: And I don't want to dive into the, uh, the Battle for LaRange one too much because we're going to be joined by somebody who called the game and somebody that was there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we could only see so much on Hockey TV, which, by the way, if you can't make it out to the rinks, you can watch the games on Hockey TV. Just $29.99 a month Ooh. on Hockey TV. Uh, would make a great Christmas present. Great pitch uh, for, for the that. Hockey, for the hockey fan in your life. Uh, but, I mean, it was a, Battle for got out to a quick 2-0 lead in that game. But LaRange stuck around. Dawson Smith was rock solid in between the pipes for LaRange. They get to within one, but they just can't. You know, it, it, it's tough when you take on, obviously, the number one team in the SJHL, the number one team in the country. Uh, if they have a lead, it is tough to climb back. And we talked about it on Monday on SJHL Weekly. The only time the North Stars have lost, whether it be in the shootout or overtime, um, they were trailing in those games. Yeah. They were trailing in those games. They, When they have the lead... Oh, it's tough. It's
1: so hard. They have so waves tough. and waves, right? We talked about that all season long, and I think it was on the weekend, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were playing Melfort yep. on the weekend, and I it was four four at one point, and I texted you and I said, "Jeremy, Melfort has Battleford's on the edge." And the only reason I said that is because mm-hmm. nobody has them usually on that at that score. It's usually you mean tied. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was in the third period. Fair the enough. game was tied. It was close uh, in that regard. But yeah, no, it, it it's just. I, we we look at the schedule and day after day, we think who's going to take them down. And uh, it hasn't happened yet. We'll talk more about that. with our next guest, so let's get into topic number two, which, of course, we're going to have a look. This is new. Actually, we, haven't done, new. we haven't done this yet. Uh, we're going to have a look at the power play and penalty kill of teams across the SJHL. Let's start with the power play. As you can see on your screens, uh, initial looks, Jeremy, what stands out?
0: Um, well, plot. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you can click at on the power play at twenty eight point nine percent, uh you're going to win a lot of hockey games, and that's why they're one of the top teams in the SJHL. You know what? Usually when you look at special teams, and we'll show the penalty kill here shortly, but uh, when you look at power play and penalty kill, usually the top teams have good power plays and penalty kills. That helps you. You know, special teams is oh so important. It doesn't matter what level of hockey. Um, I think the one that actually does slightly surprise me is uh, I'm surprised Laurent just uh, power plays only 7th at uh, 17.7%. But, I mean, the fact that you see... uh, you know, four teams above twenty percent. If you can click at above twenty percent on the power play, uh you're gonna have a lot of uh a lot of success.
1: Yeah. And the top six teams in the standings are in the top seven. The one mm-hmm. that isn't is Nipwin.
0: Is Nipwin, And but with know, their firepower, it that doesn't surprise me Exactly. And that at and was top. what
1: I was gonna say yeah. is that you know
0: they have a lot of top end talent.
1: We on it. talk about those the battle in the bottom six of the standings in terms of six or seven <laughs> through twelve. Nipwin's that one team we keep talking about where we're like maybe because of that power play, because of certain things like that, that's why they stand out a little bit.
0: And before we get to penalty kill, I just want to point out the four teams right now in the SJHL standings that are not in a playoff spot. Where are they on this power play standings?
1: Correct. The bottom four.
0: 9, 10, and 11, 12.
1: Yeah. Which stands out. It does 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 kind of paint a picture, if you will. Now, with Weyburn's acquisition of Riley Morgan, maybe that'll pop up. That's going to change. We'll talk about that as we go. We'll have another look at it. Let's have a look at the penalty kill here, guys, uh, as we can see. And in the similar vein uh, to the power play, the penalty kill leaders, Mm -hmm. again, for the most part, the top six teams in the league are in the top seven. Yep. uh, With the exception, again, of Nipawin, who look at their special teams. They're Mm -hmm. in there. Uh, So what stands out for this one for you? I
0: just think... If you can click at above eighty five percent on your penalty kill, you're gonna have a lot of success. Like uh, just look at Flynn, Flan, LaRange, and Melfort above eighty five percent. I mean, Melford and Humboldt. Usually, if if you can have your penalty kill above, I think eighty percent, you're gonna be pretty happy. Mm-hmm. I've always thought personally, like if your, power good... pl- if your power plays above twenty, yeah, and your penalty kill is above eighty, you're gonna win a lot of hockey
1: games. It's a good. Those mat. are the two it's numbers, numbers because, well,
0: and yeah. You know, yeah. 20% plus 80%, that's 100%. Hey. So give it 100%, and you're going to have success when it comes to special teams. Beautiful. TM, trademark, Beautiful. no one take that.
1: And, you know, a couple of the top teams in the league, we look at, you know, shorthanded opportunities, the yeah. TSH line there. Mm-hmm. You see Melfort, you see Flynn, Flynn, you see Battlefords. Very low numbers. They are very disciplined teams, and that's one thing that yeah. I'm just, you look at maybe down the list a little bit, mm-hmm. where you see Humboldt maybe slipping a little bit, Estevan. And then Yorkton and, and Melville—they have a lot more penalty kills opportunities, which isn't necessarily mm-hmm. a good thing. Uh, so that kind of stands
0: out for me as well. Well, and Larange with how many penalties they take, and they're doing great. They've had to—they've had to be good on the PK, yeah. and and a large part of having a good penalty kill too. Great goaltending.
1: Great. I was going to say the great other thing, tending. look at the top five, all great goaltending generally great goal uh, for, throughout the season so far. So that's yeah. another good uh, good point. Uh, if you can bring it back to the studio here, gentlemen, we are going to head into point number three now, which uh, we talked about a few weeks ago now, but it's been a while. We're going to update you on the kids sport goal. The goal is for kids sport by yep. Sask Energy. So let's look at the standings for that one uh, as we bring that in and not uh a ton of movement since the last time we did it but there are some changes so i what- mean
0: yeah i i'm sure, i was trying to remember when we were prepping for the show and when the last time we um did an update for the kids sport and i think it was uh, almost a month, it was a mo- three almost to four weeks ago somewhere so in month, that range yeah about a month yeah um yeah i mean the battle for north stars uh no surprise i mean they're, they're the top team in the league and they're at the top of the uh the kids sport uh, cup standings right now for the most goals scored at home with yep. 86 and 16 Unreal. games. That's uh, pretty impressive. Um, I was surprised. I know, of course, when you look at the reason why we include this on the stat is the, the games played as it shows. Yeah. You know, there's there is a discrepancy when it comes to how many home games each team has played. Estevan has played the most games in the league. They have, you know, they've played over 30 games. They played the most home games. They're at 17. And, you know, that's part of the reason why they're as high as they are in the standings a little bit, because some of the teams right behind them have played a decent amount less. However, they have scored a lot at affinity plays. And then you look at the Notre Dame Hounds have only played 11 home games. Yep. And uh, by my count, uh, that's, you know, if they have 11 home games and they've played uh, and they've scored 34 goals, they're still only they're averaging three goals a game at home,
1: which uh, could be worse.
0: It could be a lot worse, which what? that isn't even that bad.
1: In that same vein, look at Weyburn. 11 games, same mm-hmm. amount, 46, mm-hmm. which by my math is a little over four goals is game. So like, It is. there he is. It is, Look Clark. At us doing math.
0: We've, He's improved you know on what? his math since the last time we've talked about <laughs> yeah. uh, the Kids yeah. Sport Cup. Yeah, we're, um, we're getting
1: places, Jared. The other
0: one that actually surprised me on that list, I think, too, was um, was just humbled.
1: It's down a little bit lower. Yes. Then you would, might think. I would have thought think, they would have yeah. been
0: a bit higher, but they thought... But they've also played, um, you know, Not as a many. few less games at home. The one thing before we get to our guest, uh, the great Marty Martin's The great Marty Martinson. Martinson. Uh, Um In total, with all the goals. Oh, yeah. Where are we at? Uh, we are at 631 goals scored okay. at home. How much money is that, Clark?
1: Oh, geez. I did this wrong last time and you made fun he of me. you sure did. It's over... T- Twelve thousand. You are correct. There we go. So I'm getting closer. I, last time I was way off. Yeah, this like. time
0: you're in the ballpark. I'm in the ballpark. If we're if we're playing prices right rules. Yeah, you nailed. it. I did better this time. Uh, Twelve thousand six hundred twenty dollars. Amazing. Going into this weekend, Race for kidsport. Let's go. So everybody, keep scoring goals at home. Yeah, guys. Uh, as we conti- as the SJHL Sask Energy Kidsport, they continue to raise money, uh, for kidsport.
1: You know that's one thing we should just tell the players going into every game. Hey guys, score goals at home. Why yeah, not? don't score goals on the road. No, you need, need the home the goals.
0: Save them for at the goals. At least until they reach the goal of twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, and
1: then you, whatever, then whatever. Yeah. After
0: that, after that. Do whatever. Score wherever you want. Yeah. It's you can, you can score that. on the road, score at home. But save them for neutral home, site for games now. everywhere. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Love it. Uh, but yes, that is the update on the kids' sport cup going into the uh the weekend. Luckily, Uh, Here in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, there is no games tonight. So as a result, those uh, results are going to be just fine going into Friday. And I'm sure uh, right after the holiday break, we will do another update on the Kids Sport Cup. And I have a feeling we are going to be getting close to that uh, 20,000 dark. Won't be long. For sure. Uh, You saw it on the Kids Sport Cup graphic. The top scoring team at home is the Battle for North Stars. There it is once again. Uh, we got a little bit of technical difficulties on our good friend, Marty, but uh, I see we're going to tease. We're going to tease this interview here.
1: I love teasing. We're
0: going to tease the interview here. Yep. Uh, as you can see, the Balfour North Stars, 86 goals, 86 goals on home ice and 16 games played. They added three more last night. And let's talk to the man who called the game a thriller. It was a thriller last night at the ACC in Battleford, and we are pleased to be joined by the voice of the Battleford North Stars, Marty Martinson. It was another great game at the ACC. There he is. Marty, how are we doing today?
2: Hey, I'm good. Well, thanks for having me back on the program here. Always a pleasure and uh, always happy to jump on.
0: Hey, you're the only, uh, He's the sec- I think he's the second, you're the second repeat guest to come on the show. So that means you're obviously doing a great job being the uh, play-by-play guy at the Balfour North Stars. Great job promoting the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. I'm going to give you a softball question to start, Marty. Last night, 3-1 win for the North Stars over the second-place LaRange Ice Wolves. Great game at the ACC. What did you see from last night's game uh, in, a, in a 3-1 win for the North Stars?
2: Yeah. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, just a great hockey game. And I know when I uh, was doing the pregame stuff, I tweeted out, get the popcorn ready. Cause this is going to be some can't miss action. And boy, did it ever deliver. I know even now uh, from talking to assistant coach, Gary Childer, there pre there pregame, he said, you know what? It's a Wednesday night game but it's one of those, it feels like a Saturday night and the fans were out there uh, in droves and everyone was looking forward to this one. Uh, like you said, not too often that the top two teams get to face off there and uh, really it delivered on all fronts in particular in between the pipes there. Uh, I know we talked at length last time I was on here about the play of Josh Cote call it groundhog day here. Or Deja yeah. vu. We're probably gonna be doing more of the same here in this one. He's been that good. And at the other end, Dawson Smith as well, LaRange. I mean, it was truly as advertised. A couple of the premier teams here, a couple of puckhound teams, and uh, a couple of the elite goaltenders in the league, and uh, both teams living up uh, to the to the expectation heading in there. Great game all around, and for the Battleford stars, just continuing to chug along here. Yeah, it was a battle between
0: two of the top goalies in the league. Obviously, the t- battle between the two top teams in the standings right now in the SJHL. I was going back to see when our last interview was, last time you came on the show on SJHL Insider. It was October 13th. I listened back to it a bit, and we're talking about at the time, the North Stars hadn't lost in regulation. There was no blemishes at all yet on their record. Unfortunately, the next game after, they lost in a shootout to the Melfort Mustangs. (laughs) However, and I will take partial blame for that just because I was at that game, so I will take partial blame for that. (laughs) However, here we are, December 8th, and the Battleford North Stars have still not lost in regulation, something, you know, in my experience in junior hockey, I don't know if I've ever seen. Uh, what do you make of this run since the last time we've talked back in October to where we are now with this Battleford's team?
2: Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it's been, I've been the luckiest guy in the league here this year. I don't don't do, I don't have anything to do with their success there. That's all the boys. That's the coaches, the players, the organization. And I just get to go along for the ride there. So uh, really, I mean, it's been a special ride there. Like you said, I mean, uh, really unheard of territory at this point in the season. I mean, I know uh, we've been keeping up every week. I'm doing another article there. I was just joking with head coach, Braden Clovasco ahead of the last road trip last weekend there on the way to Malford, uh, that, Hey, it's going to be another article here with the CJHL top 20, but you know what? I love doing them. And, uh, this is just a great group of guys. You know, I, I had key and bell uh, leagues leading goal scorer there, as we know, uh, well there, uh, on the program, there as our uh, player profile in the first intermission last night. And, uh, and I was asking him, like I asked so many of the guys, you know, what do you see is the key? What's some of the, you know, uh, recipe ingredients to success here. And he talked just like all the guys do about the tightness in the dressing room there. You know, he's one of those guys. Remember, he didn't even start the season with the stars. He wasn't even on the roster uh, there to start the season through training camp and things. Came in about uh, about four or five games into the schedule and just fit in like a glove. And I think that uh, the guys really do attribute that largely to just a welcoming dressing room. You know, he said, this is one of the tightest rooms I've been a part of. And, you know, to hear that from a guy still in his first year with the team to see the on ice results speak for themselves you know and and uh, and it's really been something special that way and then just as far as the on ice product i mean you look at heading into a big match up there a night ago even without the head coach the two-time defending coach of the year even without the league's leading point man there with 40 points in 20 games for holden dole the team still finds a way it's different guys stepping up three different goal scores on the three goals and another 39 stops by Cote between the pipes. I believe the penalty kill was what? Four for four, five for five on the night. So it really is everybody pulling the weight, everybody jumping on board. And when everybody feels like they're a part of it and has those clearly defined roles, I think the success really speaks for itself. And, uh, and it comes from everybody feeling as though they do have a hand in things. And you talked about
0: everybody, like you mentioned, everybody having a hand in things for the success of the Battleford North Stars to start this season. 23-0, 2-1, incredible start to the year. But maybe just speak to the job of head coach and GM Braden Klamasco and, of course, associate coach Gary Childerhouse. I mean, they've obviously put together an outstanding program in Battleford and they're playing a very exciting brand of hockey.
2: That's right. They are. And I think that's a big part of it as well. I mean, oh, well, I know that's a big part of it there. I mean, the guys are playing for each other, mm-hmm. but they're also playing for the guys behind the bench. And what that comes down to is putting a program out there, you know, it's a fun style of game. You know, this is a team that they want the guys to go out there. They want them to skate. They want them to use their skill when they have the puck in the offensive zone. As we've seen there, obviously, the league's top three scores here over the last about month or so now and, uh, and counting. I mean, it's reflected there that they let the boys play they let them play to their strengths on the skill end with the puck possession in the offensive zone. But it's always, it's just movement. It's rolling the lines, getting everybody involved and playing an up-tempo style of game. You know, like that one we saw last night, we, it may have only been a three, one final, but there was great action at both ends of the rink. There guys skating like the wind. And that's what it comes down to. It's playing that fast pace. It's an easy program to buy into. And the guys know too that, Hey, they're getting put into positions that'll lead to success there and make themselves successful. And everybody's got that clearly defined role. And, uh, and that's what it comes down to. And, you know, they love playing for this guy. I've done a lot of interviews with a lot of the different guys there about uh, Braden with his accolades here in recent years, of course, uh, right now, as we speak uh, going, uh, he was just at the selection camp there for the world uh, junior A challenge Candle West team there. He'll be assistant coaching there as we all know, and just a, a great, great guy. And, uh, and for Chile there as well, assistant coach children, always, I mean, you look at him last night, he steps up. He was one man behind the bench. They're working both doors and the guys just love playing for these guys. And, uh, and they really make it easy to with a program, easy to buy into the systems, fun to play. And the guys, uh, you know, reflect that and their uh, joy for the game, which is a big part of the success as well.
0: For sure. You mentioned it in your answer, the number one line for the Balfour North stars, Holden Dole, Keon Bell, Jake Southgate, one, two, three, and scoring in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League going into this weekend. What is it like seeing them each and every night and seeing them, I guess, play together and how dominant they've been this season?
2: Yeah. And it really has been right from that first couple of games there when they were put together, it was like a glove there sliding right in together. And uh, you know, what really stands out about those three guys is that they can all three make plays and finished plays equally. Well, like it really is something to behold. You know, you see like the captain Jake Southgate, uh, you know, he, he scored a gorgeous goal there just last night on the breakaway little power. He's got that powerful stride. He broke it alone there on goal, little fake shot, the Sidney Crosby special little kick as well to sell the move, pulls it to the backhand and slides it through the five hole. I, I remember I said uh, on the call at the time, I said, Jake, the snake Southgate slithers one home through the wickets. Uh, you know, but, uh, and then he's leading the league in assists as well there with 32 on the year. So it really is both guys could pass and shoot. And again, I know I mentioned already talking with uh key bell there just last night in the first intermission, he said, you know, I'm usually more of a pass first guy. Been t- taking a little bit more of that shot first mentality here uh, at certain points as the season's gone along. And I mean, it's paying off for him, obviously, leading the league in goals there with now, what, 21 on the season there. So uh, it's just been special to watch there. And then what more can you say about Holden Dole? Guy's 19 years old. He didn't even play the full season last year, had some injuries throughout the year in his first year of league play, comes back this season leading the league in points, heading into last night. I know Southgate uh, did pass him there with a big night for him just a night Go with Dole out of the lineup, uh, but I mean, 19 years old, two points per game, 40 points on the year through 20 games for Dole, and uh, he's really the straw that stirs the drink down the middle of the ice as well. I mean, there's something to behold, and when they pick up the puck, it's just there's no rusher or there's no sorry, there's no rush. There's no pressure uh, with that puck there. It's poise, it's confidence, and they just know where each other are going to be. And it's really been something special. and uh, makes my job fun there as well when they're getting a couple <laughs> of goals on the board there. Always fun to see and uh, nice to see them having that success because I'll tell you what, it all comes down to the love of the game These guys love to be out there. I see them at practices as well. They're out there. They're having fun, enjoying the process, and it's paying off in the results, sir. No doubt about it. Um, This
0: weekend, home and home against the Nipwin Hawks. What do you expect uh, from the matchup against Nipwin?
2: Yeah, I I expect a great weekend of hockey here. I know the ACC is going to be pumping there tomorrow night uh, when we open it up at home. Nothing better than a Friday night on home ice there to bring in the weekend, and uh, you know for the Nippon Hawks, it's just going to be, I believe, second time we played them here in the season series. First one was just a couple of weeks ago in Nippon, and uh, that was a testy contest as well. I know uh, there was a scrap in that one, a couple of heavy hits. So we know Nippon's going to come in there looking for a little bit of retribution. And uh, anytime you have these close proximity games like the weekend back to back. The home and home set here. It's going to be a great night of hockey uh, and uh, looking forward to a whole lot more of that because you know, Nip coming in motivated uh, that Carson Dobson, they're one of my favorite players to watch. There, so good as well on the Nipwood side. Just one of their names that really stands out to me, of course played his triple A. They're actually captain the triple A North stars there for about a year or two. So always fun when you got a guy like that, who Grew up, kind of played some hockey in the community there and uh, coming back as well for him in the Battlefords and for the North Stars. You know, they'll be ready to rock and roll here, firing on all cylinders. Final question for you, Marty, and it
0: has nothing to do with the Battle for North Stars. You kind of alluded to it, though, earlier. Uh, I will give you 100% credit. You probably have the most creative goal calls in the Saskatchewan (laughs) Junior Hockey League. I wrote a couple down from last night because I was watching the game. Uh, You alluded to it. When Jake Southgate scored, you called him Jake the Snake Southgate. I was howling. I loved it as a uh, wrestling guy. Um, slithering that one home. The other one that really stood out to me that I loved when uh, the North Stars were up 2-1 in the third period. When you talked about Josh Cote in between the pipes. Uh, and I, I'm, not gonna, it's not, I'm not quoting you verbatim. But uh, not word for word. But you said he could be in Cirque du Soleil with all the acrobatics he was doing in between <laughs> the pipes. So my question to you how do you come up with all these great phrases
2: <laughs> that's right uh, first of all let me just say thanks there jeremy i always appreciate it and, of course. you know for me for me it it you know some people ask me that it really is just off the top of the dome there sometimes if i say what i like i'll keep it stored away but i don't write anything down you know it's all about feeling the game and you know for me you know even when i first got into this position i've always looked at it like you know you're an entertainer you're there to paint a picture in the viewer's uh, mm-hmm. mind there. And especially coming in, like we got the hockey TV hookup, which is obviously great there. You have the visual as well, but for a lot of our listeners over the radio, they're maybe not getting to see the action. So it's all about bringing a little bit of that color in a little bit of something that the whole family can enjoy. And uh, you know, a little bit of humor as well, always a, little, a light sprinkle of that as well. I think just uh, adds another element there. So for me, it's just the way I've always done it and uh, always uh, something that I, kind of find some real joy in there. So glad you liked that one too. I know for Tanner Gold, it was striking gold there on his goal as well. So, uh, you know, always uh, just looking for something to, you know, make it a little bit different, help stand out, and uh, and give the boys a little there as well.
0: You're 100% right. We are in, the, not only do we cover the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, we are also in the entertainment business uh, I couldn't agree more. Well, Marty, thank you so much for your time as always. Greatly appreciate it. And have another great uh, call this weekend for two games against Nipawin.
2: For sure. Well, hey, thanks again for having me on. And any time there, my phone's always open. <laughs> Perfect, Marty. Well, that is the play-by-play
0: voice of the Battlefords North Stars, Marty Martinson, after a big 3-1 win for the uh, North Stars uh, yesterday against the second-place L'Aaronge Ice Wolves. Uh, Another two games against Nipwin this weekend, Clark. And (laughs) there's so many things to unpack here. Oh, my God. Uh, Marty's amazing. Uh, um, But the thing for me is, obviously, they're 23-0-2-1. Right. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago on SJHL Weekly in one of the buy-it or sell-it sections. And we asked, are the Balfour Northstars going to lose a game, essentially, uh, in regulation prior to the Christmas break? Um, and at, at the time, I think only one person said uh, they wouldn't. <clears throat> It was me, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they got five games. Don't left. Teach your own horn They, too they hard got there, five okay. games left. Yeah, um, two against Nipwin this weekend, and Nipwin's probably playing arguably some of their best hockey of the season. So that's gonna be a really good home and home this weekend.
1: Yeah, two against what is it? Two against Nipwin, Yorkton uh, twice I've, and Melville once. Yes, is that correct. And it's a
0: three and three before three and three. the holiday break.
1: Right, back and forth to New Yorkton correct. and Melville. There, uh, I mean in terms of let's just straight up on the standings, those teams are in the bottom six of the league right now. So you would think at this point, it looks pretty good that they might be able to pull this one off but uh, any team but can beat
0: anybody in the SJHL. that's four, what makes the league exactly.
1: special exactly it's four road games yep um out of those five so four
0: straight road games four
1: straight yeah. uh, exactly and it's not an easy one like i said from from them going all the way down south like that going up to nippon and then down south so i mean yeah it's i, I don't know it's hard to say i mean they have the top 3 scores in the league yep they have the top defenseman i like, tied for the top defenseman scoring <clears> in the league <throat> And if you look, I just checked, if you look at the goalie standings, mm-hmm. uh, goalie stats, I should yep. say, uh, and you don't have the qualified goalies on because Justin Merrick hasn't qualified yet in terms of amount of games that he's played. Top two goalies for goals against top two goalies for save percentage. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: it's pretty incredible. They
1: can put out their backup and get just as good at not just as good. I mean, let's let's be real. Josh Cote has been unbelievable this mm-hmm. season, but they can put out their backup with confidence every single night and that has a large part and due to the team in front of them. But at the same time, how do you argue with the numbers?
0: And Marty mentioned last night they didn't have Holden Dole, who was away at Team Canada West uh, tryout camp. Uh, unfortunately, Holden Dole didn't uh, make Team Canada West, so he will be back with the North Stars prior to the Christmas break. So they'll get a boost back to their lineup. And while we're at it, we also have to give a big shout-out to both Zach Summers of the Melfort Mustangs and Ethan Zilke of the yes. Humble Broncos because they made Team Canada West. So there's going to be uh, two players and a coach. Uh, on Team Canada West for the World Junior A Challenge, which gets going on Sunday. Yeah, right away. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. And their first game Sunday night against the USA. So, should be a great game. I think, uh, and as always, I do believe, uh, gold medal games on TSN. Yep. So, it's going to be great. So, again, congratulations to uh, Zach Summers, Ethan Zilke. They're going to do great. They're going to represent the SJHL uh, in a great way, as always. Uh, So, congratulations to them. But And, you know, unfortunately for Holden Dole, uh unfortunately he didn't make uh team canada west but um he'll be back in the lineup for the Balfour's north stars maybe tomorrow that could be exciting Maybe tomorrow well. maybe saturday maybe just next week we'll find out
1: yeah i well where was the where was the camp Cornwall, being held? okay so i mean it's a it's a jaunt but uh you might yeah. be able to get back in the lineup i mean it's not like it's in halifax or something it's not mm-hmm. that far but um yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting uh, i mean anytime you take that much firepower out of your lineup And then put it back in. Doesn't hurt you. Doesn't hurt. And
0: I mean, (laughs) they proved it last night.
1: Yeah. They played
0: the second best team in the league based off the standings. And they just, they, it it just spoke to their depth. Yeah. It just spoke to the depth of the battle for North Stars. Uh, Let's start previewing this weekend. We got uh, nine games on tap this weekend. And it all starts off Friday night. Five big games on the schedule. There it is. Uh, Melfort is in Estevan to take on the Bruins. The Mustangs have uh, an eight game point streak going. 6-0-2 6-0-2 in their last eight. Of course, Estevan looking to win their third game in a row after uh, knocking off Kindersley twice, 4-2. Both Melville and Humboldt will be looking to get back in the win column at the Horizon Credit Union Centre in Melville. Kindersley wraps up their three-game-in-four-night road trip in the southeast as they take on the Weyburn Red Wings at the CPP. Of course, we alluded to it, Battlefords and Nipwin are going to play home-and-home home this weekend. And then Yorkton is up north once again as they visit the Flint Flon Bombers at the Whitney Forum. Saturday. Much lighter night on Saturday. Only three games. Very yeah, rare only for Only three. <laughs> for a Saturday, though, usually it's like usually, four or five. Yeah. So this is a light night, in my opinion, at yeah, least for a Saturday. definitely. Uh, the second half of that home-and-home home between Battlefords and Nipwin. Melfort will be in Weyburn, and then LaRange will play host to Yorkton. And then on Sunday, the week wraps up with a divisional matchup at the Horizon Credit Union Center as Esteban plays their fourth game in six days as they take on the Melville Millionaires. Um, for you, Clark, when you look at those nine games, what's your game of the weekend? So I'm looking at the at
1: the schedule right now. And usually, you know, you look for teams that have, uh, you know, very, very good records playing each other. and uh, You know, top three or four teams or five or whatever playing yep. against each other this weekend. It's a lot of splits. It's it a is. lot of top versus bottom of the standing. I have that in my notes. Matchups. 100%. Well, there you go. Great minds. Uh, but the one that does kind of stand out to me in that regard, in terms of teams playing together with similar records, Playing against each other, I should say. Kindersley Wayburn Friday night. I'm looking forward to that one a little bit because we saw Wayburn get make the big acquisition. Kindersley tinkered with their roster over the mm-hmm. last few uh, week or so, and it's a very important one for both of them because Kindersley needs to get uh, get some points. They need to get some points here going into this uh, stretch before Christmas. And Wayburn uh, again uh, with the new look roster, so to speak. Right. Um, are and they're at home. Are they going to try to impress the crowd? Let's see what happens there. So I'm looking forward to that one. I know it might not be the one that maybe pops off the screen, but I am looking at that one as a a one with fairly importance, a lot of importance to it.
0: Yeah. We talk about a lot. We were at the beginning of the season. We were talking about the groupings of the teams in the SJHL. Um, The, I think it was last week or the previous week. We talked about how now we're starting to see some separation between the top six and the bottom six. Um, and like you mentioned, a lot of those matchups this weekend are a top six team against a bottom six team. Right. Um, with that being said, there's a couple of things I'm keeping my eye on for this weekend. Uh, the first thing is between the Melfort Mustangs and the Estevan Bruins, mm-hmm. because I think that's going to be, well, first off, that's a key. That's the only matchup you touched on, Clark. That is a two teams in the top, top six, six that are going to head for sure. And I got the standings right here in front of me. Uh, and you know, they're only separated by four points. Mm-hmm. The big thing is with Melford and Estevan is Melford has five games in hand. Right. Melford has five games in hand on yep. Estevan Bruins. This could be a big one with, for them. Uh, with only four points back. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think this is a crucial game for Estevan Because if you can get two points in regulation, at least you get six ahead of Melford. They still have five games in hand. But obviously with the games in hand, you have to take advantage of it. But Melfort's playing some really good hockey and Melfort's without Zach Summers, who it was who has been a red hot as of late. He's on a seven-game goal scoring streak. Unfortunately, he won't be able to continue that until he gets back from Team Canada West after Christmas. But when I look at just one game this weekend, for me, that that's the biggest one. That's maybe that's, the more the marquee
1: one. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's that's the big one. Now, yeah. with that being said, um, we talked about the separation from the bottom or from the top six to the bottom six the last week or so probably week and a half we have started to see a little bit just just a little bit separation of seven and eight from Mm. the bottom four
1: i see where you're going yeah do you yeah i don't know maybe i don't (laughs) keep talking
0: (laughs) (laughs) keep talking i actually don't i just wanted to play it off okay no i'm kidding um (laughs) I personally think this is a massive weekend for those four teams that are currently outside the playoff spot.
1: Huge. And they all play quite a bit. So that's... uh... Um,
0: Yeah, because Yorkton's and Flin Flon and Laurent. Right. Two games. You have Melville, home to Humboldt and Estevan. Mm -hmm. Two home games. Weyburn, you are home to Kindersley. You are home to Melfort. Kindersley, unfortunately, only has one game left. Right. Uh, they against Waver. that's that one but yeah. I look at those four teams, and I you know, for me as that's a it's a big weekend for them. I think you have to Notre Dame has no more games until next week. Uh, they have no more they have no games this weekend. Um, we've talked we talked about it on SJHL weekly uh, on Monday with Nipwin. They are playing their best hockey of the season, probably right now. i I think I said that earlier. But with that being said, they're going into Friday on a four-game winning, uh, four winning streak. Yeah. Their schedule for the next month is very difficult. It's ridiculous, It right? is ridiculous. Yeah. It's a lot of... You're seeing a lot of Battleford. You're seeing a lot of LaRange. You're seeing a lot of Melfort. Yeah. Their biggest rivals. Uh, that is... Best of a, luck to you, Nipwin. That is a, a very difficult schedule. Yeah. So, um, if... Nipwin does struggle during that stretch. That's when those teams have to take advantage. Exactly. They got to take advantage of all these games. And I think going into the Christmas or the holiday break, you don't want to be too far back. No. No, you don't want to be too far back. You want to so snag you can take many... advantage of of some of these some of these games this weekend. Yeah. I, I that's so those are the my two big things I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah. Um this weekend and
1: if I can build off of your point mm-hmm. if I can steal from you here for a sec
0: how you don't have to steal well okay I'll share
1: you, you mentioned York you mentioned Yorkton in that <laughs> yeah. group. now you 100%. said there's a little bit of separation They're they're that ninth place team mm-hmm. Notre Dame does not play a game as you mentioned and Yorkton is four points back of Notre Dame mm-hmm. uh they have two games yes they don't play on the Sunday so they have two games uh and they're against Yorkton. Yorkton. Yes, yeah. yes,
0: yes. Yorkton's in Flynn Flon on Friday. So technically. And LaRange on Saturday.
1: So technically, if they play really well now, very, very difficult two games.
0: Two of the toughest. Very games. To win games. in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. And I would argue the two toughest. But if they could
1: snag a couple of points here, that would be huge in that, in keeping that gap minimum, minimal, I should say. And if I can bring up a little bit of history. Uh, Love history. Recent history. Sure. Not, I'm not digging too deep here. They beat Flynn Flon on the weekend. And I texted you that night and said,
0: Yorkton. Yorkton has beat Flynn Flon twice right. this year.
1: So now that it's on the road, it's in, it's in Flynn Flon, yes? yeah. Yep. And they so, beat
0: Flynn Flawn in Flynn Flon this year.
1: Exactly. So I'm not going to say anything too much, but how good would it feel coming off that Nippowin game this week sure. if they could come back and get back on the track well, with that?
0: And it's, it's, it's funny you say that, too, is look at what happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. They had a really tough game in Melford, sure. losing seven nothing. Right, and then what a response! Great response, five to win at home against Funflot. So, there's no reason why they can't they can't do it again.
1: No, and there's I'm no reason keep, why they can't do it. I'm going to keep my eye on Yorkton because uh, you know they it's a big stretch for them. They need to keep that gap short or eliminate the gap. And mm-hmm. uh, if they can, they seem to. I don't know. Is it? The, uh, there's been a couple of games this year where I'm like, oh, I didn't expect Yorkton maybe at this point to make that game as close as it was, or. Or win that game, or whatever it was. So maybe they'll play up to their opponents this week, down, and yeah, yeah maybe Very maybe and this is one of those. They'll, maybe they'll catch fire for a couple <clears of throat>
0: games. So I'm so looking forward to it. We don't have the we don't have a standings graphic ready, but I got the standings right in front of me here yes. on my iPad. Um, Show the screen. <laughs> I don't think it'll do. not think it will do i I don't think it'll do. Don't that. Well. do that. And our uh, producer Jordan will get all. He'll get, get he Yeah, don't do it. Um, not worth it. But you mentioned the separation between Notre Dame and Yorkton's four points. Yep. Even the separation. The only the separation between just Kindersley and Notre Dame is only 6 points.
1: Sure. Yeah. And that's
0: where it comes back to how important of a stretch th- this weekend is. I think you look at all those teams, Yorkton, Weaver, and Melville, all all three of them have two games. Kindersley obviously they only have the one. Um but yeah, I think that's that's something I'm definitely keeping my eye out for. Um especially when you have you know, nippon has got two two big games against Bow for this weekend. You mentioned Notre Dame's not going to play any games this week. Yeah. Uh this week until next week. They got two games next week. Uh against Estevan and Weyburn. Okay. But good memory. Um, thank you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be uh I think it's just gonna be a really big weekend for those those teams that are currently outside of the playoff spot. They're gonna be looking to try and get obviously get some points, gets closer to Notre Dame um the only under, unfortunate thing is you mentioned Yorkton is that they don't take advantage of those games this weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um after this weekend Notre Dame's going to have three games in hand on 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 the terriers. Right. Um, they're going to have same with three games in hand on Melville. They'll have only one game in hand on Wavern. Mm-hmm. But it's taking advantage of these opportunities. Yep, For sure.
1: It'll be interesting. Now, Jeremy, and one other thing, too. Yep. We, we look at Sunday's game. That's uh, Estevan in Melville. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, rumors that uh, we might be making our way down to that game? Have there been rumors? Have, will you confirm nor deny? Well,
0: it's might- not a rumor. It's just... Con- <laughs> I was like, where are we going with There's this? There's rumblings. We're going.
1: I've been yep. hearing rumblings. We're going,
0: to, we're going to Sunday's game. There you go. We're going to Sunday's game in, uh, in Melville. At the bank. Uh, yes. Yes. We have Formerly an appointment called the vault. We have an appointment at the bank. <laughs> um, we do. Um, I never got a background of why they changed it from the vault to the bank.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: We I should mean, ask. If you have a
1: million dollars, if you're a millionaire,
0: would you want to put would it you in keep a vault? your
1: money in the bank or would you put it in a vault? Mm. I might put it in. a. vault. These are
0: hard kidding questions. Yeah, we need to ask. Or
1: maybe them. we should call it the safe. Like maybe there's a third option here.
0: Maybe I don't
1: know. I don't know. We'll have to talk to them. Because then, if it's the vault, maybe maybe a vault is less you know welcoming <laughs> than a bank, and people don't want to go. You know what a we're vault? gonna do?
0: This is what we're gonna do. Okay. And I haven't even tried to to book next week's guest, but we're gonna get him. Uh, we're gonna bring Benny Walchuk.
1: Bernard? We are. Gonna- <laughs> I don't call him Bernard. I'm kidding. Bernard Walchuk. I think that's what you call. That's the short term. That's what Benny is short for, isn't it? Bernard, originally, Benjamin, Bernard and Benjamin, either one. Bernie? Are we calling Benny Bernie now? Next segment, please. Clark, you're really digging <laughs> yourself
0: a hole, my friend.
1: Can we move on? You better, get, you better
0: get Benny a good Christmas present.
1: Yeah, I better. Anyways. You right? know, he complains every we, year when I don't get him one. <laughs> I
0: should probably get him one. He, did, he does. In a, in a fun way. Oh, Benny. Uh, with that being said, why don't we bring Benny on next week? I'm in. And we'll ask him the hard-hitting questions. Mm-hmm. We'll ask him about that. Because I actually don't know when they made that change. Is but. he the banker? Okay, stop. Uh, (laughs) So nine games this weekend in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Uh, If you want to stay up to date with everything in the SJHL uh, this weekend, moving forward, uh, we are about a month away from the trade deadline. So it's kind of like that push before the trade deadline. But be sure to stay up to date with everything in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League with our socials. They are on the screen right now. If you're watching the video portion, if not, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure, please, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where you're going to yes, find everything. It. SHL Insider, SHL Weekly, highlights, features, um, interviews.
1: We got some interviews coming up. Too. Interviews coming up. We have we got everything. Some stuff coming. Just it's free to subscribe. We're like right at 700 subscribers too. We got to get that. Exactly. 693. Exactly. We got to get over that number. Right now. And Please. that
0: that number's gone up a lot since the beginning of the season, which is Oh, it's grown but big. But let's keep but... let's keep the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Um, before we thank our sponsors, we have to talk a little bit about We announced it on Monday. Ooh. Big news from the SJHL. Exciting new raffle coming up. There it is. I was waiting for it. It is the brand new Polaris SJHL raffle. You could potentially. Me? Yes, you, if you want to buy a ticket, Clark. Whoa. If you want to buy I might a get ticket, in on this. a brand new Polaris 1000 side by side. Nice. Uh, as you can see on your screen, tickets are now available at sjhlraffle.ca and uh, one for 25, three for 60, 10 for 100. So essentially, the more you buy, the more you save. And the more you have a better chance at winning a beautiful side-by-side. Now, with that being said, as you can see on the screen, there's the side-by-side. Okay? That's that's Clark, you see that side-by-side? You see it? Okay, you see that right, right on here. the screen? Perfect. Yeah. That is going to have a beautiful wrap Raffle. All wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. It's not wrapped yet, but once it does, you'll see it. Uh, it will be a, a great prize, and tickets for SJHL, the S J H L raffle for the Polaris side by side would make a fantastic holiday
1: gift, wouldn't it? I was gonna say, and you know, I also see uh, April 23rd is the end date. My birthday's in April, so would make a good birthday present too. As well, on top of that. But we're talking about right now, which is Christmas. So,
0: uh, Yes, it would. <laughs> it would make a, good, make a good birthday present, make a oh, good Christmas present. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Coming up. I, I, that's what I know. I'm going to get my lady for Valentine's <laughs> Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. Ten tickets to the Polaris side-by-side <laughs> raffle. <laughs> exactly. That's, 100%. I'm
1: telling you. If I don't find that as a gift no. to myself for Valentine's Day for my wife, I'm giving you a hint now, wife. If, you don't, if I don't see this, <laughs> wrapped up a 10-pack of, of raffle tickets a ten
0: pack wrapped
1: from r- sjhlraffle.ca, I am going to be upset.
0: Uh, but as you can see also underneath the pricing, there is only 5,000 tickets available.
1: Yeah, there's, you can't wait on this.
0: No, you can't wait. Tickets are going to be available until April 23rd or until the tickets have sold out. Yeah. There's only 5,000. So be sure to go to sjhlraffle.ca, get your tickets now uh, for the side-by-side, again great holiday gift
1: maybe by my birthday there won't be any tickets left so better be a christmas present i guess geez or valentine's day or valentine's day there you go i prefer christmas
0: any any celebration Mm -hmm. makes for a great any
1: celebration anniversaries sure can we just start listing no we've already. i can't remember any of the other we're already getting off the
0: (laughs) off track a bit
1: (laughs) new year's eve
0: new year's eve gift interesting do
1: you do that i don't know
0: i don't i don't think i have anyways uh start a new tradition i don't know sure Sure, I'll take a New Year's Eve gift. Let's go. Uh, Before we go, we got to give a a big shout-out to our sponsors once again. Uh, First, again, big shout-out to Polaris again. Huge. But all the sponsors, as you can see on the screen, Cantera Seed, SaskTel, Capital Automall, Chevrolet, Saskatchewan Construction Safety Association, Tourism Saskatchewan, Direct West, Sask Lotteries, who provides our recaps every, uh, every week. Uh, Direct West, SGI, who is the proud sponsor of the audio version of our podcast for SJHL Weekly, SJHL Insider, uh, SGU, Great Western, Young's Equipment, RBC. Thank you so much for your great support of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. It's a great list. It is a great list. And it keeps growing. Yeah. Which we love to see. But thank you so much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. Because guess what? Again, I I say this every week. Every week on this show, every show, every week on SJ Show Weekly.
1: Sometimes you say it to me just outside of the show, You too. know what,
0: Clark, this show wouldn't be possible without our great, great sponsors. You say that almost every time we see each other. Pretty much. Yeah. I say, hey, Clark, this show wouldn't be possible without our great sponsors. Pretty much every time you see me, you say that. I
1: do. That's why you're so good at saying the list, because you recite it to me on a daily basis. That's it's a great job. Exactly. You do a great job.
0: You got to. <laughs> that's why you got to. It's just repetition, you know? Yep. So thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, for your great support. Of course, if you want to stay up to date with everything in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, I, I list off our social media, but thanks uh, or be sure to go to sjhl.ca uh, to watch or to check in with all the articles and everything like that. That's where you'll also find highlights and, and all that fun stuff. Again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you know what? We got nine games this weekend.
1: Oh, can't wait. Nine
0: games this weekend in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Clark's going to one. Yes. I'm going to do one, maybe two. Oh, maybe two teas. Wow! Um, if you can't make it out to the rink, though, um, be sure to subscribe to Hockey TV. Talk about another great holiday oh gift! Oh my
1: gosh! When you said that earlier, I was like, that's a great Christmas gift, alongside a side by side, you might say, a raffle ticket to the. <laughs> you know what? Raffle. I've already done
0: my. I've already done my Christmas shopping it's for easy. M- yeah, I've done my Christmas shopping for both uh, my mom and uh, my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Enjoy a new subscription to Hockey TV. <laughs> there you go. And uh, you're going to enjoy some raffle tickets. We
1: just handled so many problems for people across this great Christmas province.
0: shopping, taken care of. Done. Thanks to the Saskatchewan Junior Honestly. High Honestly. Uh, but yes, if you can't make it out to the local rinks, you can catch all the games on Hockey TV this weekend. Uh, If for some reason, if you don't have a subscription to Hockey TV, you can check out all the highlights on our social media and sjhl.ca. Nine games on the schedule this weekend. It's going to be a fun one for Clark Monroe. My name's Jeremy Corrigan, and this has been another great episode of SJHL Insider. Enjoy the games this weekend, everyone.